0: Hello everyone and
1: welcome to Pasta Mania, your wrestling time capsule. Uh, for those of you just joining us, we are going through Samoa Joe's TNA title run uh, 10 years ago from uh, Lockdown 2008 to Bound for Glory 2008. I am your host, Adam, joined as always by noobs.
2: Hopefully that came through on the It, it definitely my, did. Oh boy. And oh boy. Jesse. If there was anything that came through, it was that. <laughs> if
1: there was anything that came through,
2: it <laughs> anything! was the microphones, clipping,
1: <laughs> when people yelled they didn't <laughs> use
3: boom mics <laughs> i have
1: <God>. a boom <laughs> no like they, like that in, in their backstage because like wwe they have like mics oh that that's they hold. right yeah and in their screaming. backstage segments they use those mics uh yeah. which the wwe doesn't use because they use boom mics the mics they hold in backstage segments are just props because yep. boom mics work better oh yeah uh, <laughs> so we are watching horror justice uh, not Hard Justice, that's the next show. We were watching Victory Road. I was going to say, oh, well. we was going to say, gonna, oh, God, yeah, this no, is going to be a no, very Me and Noob's watched a different <laughs> show, man. No, we were watching Victory Road, uh, coming to you from the Reliant Arena in Houston, Texas, uh, July 13th, 2008, in front of 3,000 fans with about 25,000 pay-per-view buys. Uh, so just to get us in the mindset, the WWE uh, show that month was the Great American Bash, uh, CM Punk vs. Batista, Cena vs. JBL, Triple H vs. Edge, and the introduction of the Divas Championship, which Michelle McCool won after defeating Natalya in a match that lasted just under five minutes. You know, the reverence that should be given to introducing an entirely new championship.
2: Yeah. Also
1: makes you realize how long Natalya has been there. Oh, my Working God. Working her
2: fucking ass off and going super underappreciated. Yo, oh, of for course. 10 years.
3: The, when did the fart run happen? God, like, that was like
2: probably 20, around
1: 2010, 2011. Yeah. Like, uh, which
2: I still, still like completely blocked out. Like I don't remember her being the fart girl. Good. I just
1: don't. Uh, uh, the number one song in the country in July 2008. I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. The introduction oh. of Katy Perry. He has Perry. begun
2: her reign. It has
1: begun... Uh, much better though the number one movie hellboy 2 the golden army yeah i love that movie that is such a good movie um how recently have you seen that uh about a year and a half ago okay years ago okay like i like listen like story-wise it's fine but like that is the movie that it's like oh they let they gave Guillermo del toro a budget after Pan's labyrinth and allowed him to like visually get super buck wild that's true yep. um like one of my favorite things is one of the uh special features on on the blu-ray for that is them walking you remember the bazaar that they go to yes. of like the 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 market for all the different oh, mystical yeah. creatures like he talks about like he walks up to one i don't even know if you see it in the movie and he's like yes this is where the fairies go and this is where they put their shoes uh and there's a little spa like he is completely like fully realized this like, five-minute scene, like, that's that's that good Del Toro, and that's why I was super, like, like yeah, like, the story in that movie's fine, like, it's kind of forgettable, the, but, like, that visually, that movie is still stunning, like, it still looks good, because Del Toro, like, that is Del Toro right after Pan's Labyrinth, and Mm -hmm. they let him go, and I still really enjoy that movie.
2: Del Toro's the reason why Hellboy's my favorite comic book hero, and why I have all six volumes of the library edition. Nice,
1: yeah, Del Toro or Hellboy's great. Um, I am excited for the new one. I think it's coming up this year.
2: I think uh, it's coming up like January twenty nineteen.
1: January, yeah, with uh, with David Harbor from Stranger Things. Yeah, so he looks super David Harbor. He
2: looks good for it.
1: He does look good for it, but he does just kind of look like Ron. Like it's it's like they just went and got the same makeup. Yeah, and we're like—they
2: definitely got a guy who kind of looks like he could be related to Ron. Absolutely, Perlman well. like David same the same, Harbour is the same awesome. like hard, hard monkey jaw kind of thing. Yes, yeah, David <laughs> Harbor
1: has the Ron Perlman jaw. That's a good way yes. of putting it. Uh, so, with our grandstanding and 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 whatnot out of the way, I suppose it's time to just you know start the show. Ooh. We begin with a space exploration video
3: package, because if you didn't know, we're in Houston. We're in Houston. With like, old. they didn't, no, go ahead. They didn't, they didn't start that going off, and I'm like, are we really going to get a fucking JFK speech for this goddamn page of view? Does this warrant this? Oh, they're in Houston. Makes sense. Yeah, I forgot it started with JFK, like yeah like but
1: a really nice touch they have like the nasa like houston we have a problem filter over just like booker t and bubba ray promos just giving them
3: giving them like more gravity than they will ever deserve Uh, (laughs) listen bubba ray already has enough gravity (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ah, you beat me to it. Mike (laughs) Tanay introduces us to the show, telling us that we will see the final rounds of the World X Cup Tournament with the Ultimate X Match Stipulation making a return. Also, we're going to see... Yes! 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 Beer Money versus LAX! It's Beer Money! Beer Money's here, finally! Yeah, but they're heels, and they haven't
2: really... Like, gone to where they're even so go yet.
1: there's life in the tag team division it's not lax versus the dudleys for the 80th time that
2: is true that's this a time, very good point
1: yeah uh jp informs us that the polls are open on tna's website to determine the stipulation to the six-man tag match uh the, you know what uh, that
3: means it's camu tuesday motherfucker. right
1: the options were a tables match, false count anywhere, or Full Metal Mayhem, which is just a TLC match with, uh, and with like where that could be decided but, by pinfall but we're, or submission. But we're every, TNA,
2: so we're better. So we yeah. have. To, I've realized every, every like stipulation t- match in TNA. Was just like it's like a WWE match but a little better, right? It's another Extreme
3: Rules match, but it was called something else. So hey,
2: yep. Because you can't have the same thing, but you
1: got to be better than exactly. Uh, They cut to the crowd where Road Dogg and Lauren are there, and Road Dogg grabs the mic and said, "The fans are looking for revenge, as are the tag teams LAX." The opening match is a twelve-man elimination tag team match for the third round of the World X Cup tournament.
3: Let's do the damn
1: thing our fur out first is team japan masato Yoshino, milano collection at and puma puma is the one wearing the mask on team japan and it's tj perkins yeah that's just tj perkins that's tj was- perkins? Yes. perkins yep
3: that's awesome uh out next he is, is team multiple masks. also also you case. forgot you forgot adam you forgot john cena's dog was walking oh, around yes, there too i forgot about that yes that's a good yeah. point <laughs> hey uh God. next
1: is team mexico averno ray bucanero and ultimo guerrero after that is team international Alex Kozlov from Russia, Doug Williams from the UK, and Tyson a- Dukes from Canada.
3: A.K.A. A- a- there ain't enough of your kind here.
1: Yep.
2: Get it yep. together.
1: Basically. Uh, it
2: used to be Team Canada, but that was a big storyline that they didn't want to redo again, I guess. Yeah,
1: and also, like, Eric Young was busy. Like, er, yeah. er, you know, Bobby Roode is with Beer Money. Uh, Petey Williams is with Steiner. Uh, finally, we have Team TNA. Curry-, Curry Man and the Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley. What the this fuck match, are they wearing? This match is a showcase for the guns oh my god this is gonna be ridiculous what deafening, the fuck are they wearing deafening usa chant is curry man and all right listen i did don't they... know who 90 percent of these guys are it's curry man and one of the japanese guys starting the match did they
3: but here's yeah. the thing though did they not have the rights to call the team team usa no they did but also curry man <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like even
1: though it's wise, Christopher Curry Daniels, Man they from they Japan. even build
2: him from New Japan. Yeah,
1: like they like that's that's the reason why it's Team uh, TNA so, and not Team USA's because Curryman was on it.
2: Also, that was a super weird thing that I was looking up. They kept saying like all those guys were from New Japan, but only one of them was. The rest were from Dragon Gate and well, TJ Perkins. That actually
1: <laughs> comes up later. Okay. Um, in the Ultimate X match,
2: I might have missed uh, it then because. I... So, yeah.
1: yeah uh w- w- when they introduce the the japanese competitor in the ultimate x match the announcer says like from new japan pro wrestling and mike Taney is immediately like yes he's from dragon gate uh, yeah yeah yeah. that's what i'm saying like like yeah okay was, so yeah. what is it guys uh Masato yoshino is the one in the match with curry man thank you for pointing that out mike Taney. uh curry man tags out and yes motor city machine guns double team yoshino double hip toss elbow drop from max shelly alex Shelley missile drop kick to the back from chris saban the Motor City Machine Guns are the best tag team of all time. Oh, team yeah. International get in and work over Saban. Uh, also, Team International, who we'll see later, is put together by Divari, who we saw a little while ago in Nick Aldous's corner at All In. Uh, team Mexico oh, yeah. tag in to a light Olay chance from the audience. Ray Bucanero gets Tyson Dukes in this weird face planner into a roll-up combination for the three, and Tyson Dukes is eliminated. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, oh, well, there goes Team International. And then, I'm like, oh no, each individual competitor has them. to get eliminated.
0: Yeah. But
1: that that's genius because that means this match is nothing but a bunch of finishes. Like, it's a finish, it's a finishing sequence every two minutes. Uh, Puma and Averno have this great back and forth with Milano Collection at getting involved sporadically until Averno hits Puma with an underhook set out facebuster for the three, and Puma is eliminated see you later tjp chris saban tags in and goes after milano milano hits him with a drop toehold takedown then alex shelley runs in from the save and get caught gets caught in the same takedown then milano puts shelley on top of saban and rolls them over for a double half crab that looked what? awesome
2: welcome to japan motherfucker that was
3: that was actually really
2: that cool was so good. to see and then
3: broken up by the curry one
1: Yes, and then Curry member. Hold a second. I'm sorry. I I need to. There we go. There we go. That's what I needed. Uh, So at this point, there's only one. um, Chris Saban hits Milano with a kneeling super kick, gets him in a fireman's position. Alex Shelley jumps off the top rope and barely grazes Milano's head with a knee drop. Saban drops Milano into a modified one winged angel, cradling him to the ground for the pin. And Milano Collection AT is eliminated. So at this point, there's only one person left for Team Japan two for Team International, and all three for Team Mexico and Team TNA. Masato Yoshino gets Averno in this weird roll-up pinning combo for the pin, even though Averno kicked out at like 3.1. So no one quite knew if he'd been eliminated or not until the ring announcer said it uh mm-hmm. kozlov gets in for the first time in this match and puts on a furry russian hat it does like the russian kick dance with the kicks yeah. landing on a sitting curry man
2: i couldn't oh. tell if i loved or hated that i was like oh right. you loved it then i was kind of <laughs> into
1: it i was kind of into it like, i was like it oh was, my god it was a the, very the, russian <laughs> it was the little bit of brevity i feel like this match needed at that point like this match has kind of been non-stop like for like 10 minutes by now and you just need a minute to breathe and kozlov gave you that was, i think it's pretty good booking um i am so
2: russian it hurts exactly literally.
1: uh curry man goes for a top of hurricane rana to ultimo guerrero which guerrero counters into a power bomb for the pin, eliminating curry man uh, masato yashina goes after doug williams he throws williams into ray bucanero he gets williams up on his knees and Yoshino hits him with this like falling corkscrew elbow drop thing that looked yeah, awesome so
0: good. yeah
1: and then Bucanero covers Williams for the pin and the elimination like can I've never seen anything like that that looks so cool uh because it, it kind of made me think of like when Cesaro does his like springboard corkscrew uppercut but like from the top it was so awesome Kozlov and Guerrero go at it Kozlov kicking out of a top rope power bomb Guerrero has hold of Kozlov's back and Kozlov grabs the ref, distracting him while Kozlov kicks backwards, giving Guerrero a low blow. Kozlov gets Guerrero with a Russian leg sweep, because of course, and locks him into a submission for a tap and the elimination. So, we have the Motor City Machine Guns left. Yep. Uh, Masato Yoshino is the last member of Team Japan. Ray Bucanero is the only member of Team Mexico, and Kozlov is the only member of Team International left. Chris And this is where the guns just go off. Like, Uh the the rest of this match was the guns. Chris Saban hits Ray Bucanera with a great top rope Hurricane Rana. Alex Shelley gets in the ring, and they both hit Bucanera with a double sitting super kick, which allows Saban to get the three. Reminder, the Motor City Machine Guns were the Young Bucks before the Young Bucks were the Young Bucks. I got that Young Buck vibe while I was watching like, the Young Bucks are, like, the Motor City Machine Guns are tied into the Young Bucks' DNA. And the Motor City Machine Guns' last ever match, because Alex Shelley is retired, was against the Young Bucks. Uh, oh, that's beautiful. Like, earlier this year or last year, I can't remember. But yeah, like, their last match as a tag team was against the Young Bucks. because uh, like, they, like They're the Young Bucks with more ring psychology. They're the Young Bucks who actually sell moves and, like, tell a story and don't just do spot, 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 spot. That's like, why listen, they
2: weren't as over. <laughs> like, don't get me
1: wrong. The Young Bucks are great. Like, the Young Bucks are one of the best tag teams in the world and they're incredibly entertaining. But, like, the Young Bucks have never been interested in, in telling a story in a match. They're interested in getting their shit in. Yeah, like like the the Young Bucks are just super kick, super kick, this, that, the other. You know, don't don't sell anything, don't slow down the match, just go. And it's one of the reasons why they're so popular. And like the Motor City machine guns understand that, like, that gets you over, but also you need to, you know, tell a story. You can go, you can breathe a little bit. Uh, Sabin hits Kozlov with a cutter and removes his elbow pad. Sabin hits Kozlov with a clothesline for a two. Saban goes after Kozlov, and Kozlov grabs the ref to block Saban. In the confusion, Kozlov gets Saban in a roll-up and uses the ropes for leverage to eliminate Saban. Just three people left. Alex Shelley argues with the ref and gets pearl-harbored to the outside by Kozlov as Yoshino delivers an Irish whip to Kozlov. Kozlov dodges a clothesline and hits Shelley with a gorgeous suicide dive to the outside. Then... Yoshino does some shit i ain't ever seen before yeah right he does this flippy shit face plant thing to kozlov and gets then gets kozlov in this like texas cloverleaf submission except instead of holding his legs he was holding his arms it's ridiculous but it gets the verbal submission from kozlov leaving only Yoshino and shelly like Man, i can't I, believe I had, that
2: guy was, wasn't more popular or something like right i, I had
1: to rewind that
2: like i had to watch that again
3: it was really um, good
1: uh, Shelly and Yoshino absolutely batter each other with some really incredible strong style chops and a fantastic top rope delayed drop kick uh, from Yoshino onto Shelly. Just awesome X Division back and forth. Face busters from Shelly. Outside the ring, top rope sling bait from Yoshino. Top rope reverse atomic... no, bro- bl- uh, ret- yeah. Top rope reverse atomic drop from Shelly into his finish, which was like Finley's Celtic cross. For the three... And the win for Team TNA in twenty four sixteen. Like
3: that's how you start a show. I would like right. to point out that um, <laughs> immediately just goes. I need a towel. Oh look, the flag, yep. <laughs> right in my face. Yep.
2: Oh boy.
1: Uh, what do you think about the match, uh, Jesse?
2: Um, this is a negative thing. This is um, this is not a negative thing. This is just like foresight or whatever. I didn't care about anything but the spots. Like, yeah. I just like, there's 12 that... of you motherfuckers. I'm yeah. going to sit here and watch crazy bullshit. Absolutely. And did not disappoint. Mo- just monstrous nonsense. And, like, none of those guys really mattered but the machine guns overall. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Probably a really crazy story. I, like, I remember the X-Cup. And I remember nothing about any of these guys except the machine guns and Kaz and what comes after. Yeah. Uh, um, what would
3: you think, noobs? I, I like you guys said it's just like excuse for amazing flippy shit and just let's go nuts and finish after finish and it was just really entertaining and a really great way to kick off a show. Yeah. Like I, I was in it
1: from the moment like, when I realized everybody had to get eliminated. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome because here we This go. is like, this is just like every two minutes. It's just a, like, cause like your average finishing sequence of a match is about two minutes, like the last two minutes of a match. And that's this whole, cause I looked, I looked on Wikipedia and they had like the time eliminations for everyone. And it was like two minutes apart, like by clockwork. People got yeah. eliminated just about exactly two minutes apart, save a couple of or exa- er, exceptions. And yeah, it was just spots. Like, you just watch that match. You just sit back and just let it wash over you. Like, just give me this goodness. Oh, my God. Yep. What a good match. What a great way to start the show. Like, man, this show is a really good example of the dichotomy of 2008 TNA. Because, like, this is awesome. But it's also the curtain jerk and, like...
2: It None was of the these last, guys the are... uh, Cup tournament they ever had too. Really, the last X Cup. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the most glorified X Cup uh, that they ever had was actually the 2006 one, and that's mostly just for us knowing about New Japan. Yeah, because it oh, so had were... um, Tanahashi. It... No, it had uh, Tanahashi was never in the Cup. He was. That's just right. He just
1: it. had a couple one-off matches.
2: Yeah. Um, it had Jushin Thunder Liger wow Hiroki goto wow Hiro- Hiroki goto yeah and um uh black tiger yeah uh which is um uh, tiger rocky Romero. yeah
1: i forgot rocky mero was black tiger
2: yeah and then um minoru tanaka
1: oh wow huh. yeah that's a that's a murderous row
2: yeah has and... rocky had
1: been going that long
2: yeah right um but yeah, so the 2006 one is the one most notable for that, and it also had Team Canada.
1: And Team Canada was what? And, it, was, um, it was Bobby Roode, Eric Young, Petey Williams, and Tyson uh, Johnny, Dukes. Johnny Devine. Johnny Devine. That, yeah, like, that's, that's again, that's a, like, you know, it's it's yeah. an incredible amount of talent, and Johnny Devine. Oh, uh, um,
2: Team Mexico had Incognito, a.k.a. Sin Cara, a.k.a. Oh, uh, wow, yeah.
1: Mystico. Mystico. Oh, boy. I'm, wondering, I'm sure he botched his way through that tournament. Uh, so, <laughs> Well, as he was as, on
2: an all-Mexican team, so he maybe... I don't know. <laughs> uh, Anyways. As is the ahead.
1: custom in, in the era, this area of TNA pay-per-views, after the first match, we go ringside to Taney and Don West, and they run down the cart. And then we watch part one of Booker T's Homecoming. A.K.A.
3: MTV Cribs, motherfucker. We we go to Booker's house.
1: We see the African room, which is a room in his house filled with various African decorations. Where he goes there sometimes just to
3: meditate just to
2: meditate it pretty booker cool. t says meditate more serious yep. than anyone has ever said meditate yep. ever before it's amazing yep. his exactly. eyes like pop out meditate god meditate.
1: then we we see some of booker's most prized possessions which include one tna trophy a bunch of wwe belts in the houston king of the city
3: strewn across a coffee table a co- okay, apparently
2: yeah. you don't want to use that coffee table for putting down coffee mugs <laughs>
3: also,
2: he's probably he's probably got five coffee tables god damn tables, motherfuckers living five. life uh
1: this <laughs> is king booker meets broken matt hardy
2: yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. it is very he, early yeah he re- he
1: referred to the pay-per-view as road to victory like that's broken <laughs> matt hardy that's oh
3: pretty my great god like that's um, vi-
2: like it, it gave me big broken matt hardy vibes he he also said when they were outside like his backyard that he also goes there to meditate yeah. he has yeah. multiple places where he meditates
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, no one like like it's like, hey Booker, I don't think you understand the point of meditation. You're way intense on this. And meditation meant keep to using
2: relax. that word. Are I don't okay? think it means what you yeah. think it means.
3: Meditation God. means to stew
2: against your enemies right? and hope they die, right? Before they show his wine, he just like literally for a split three se- like 2 seconds has a book open and then closes it like, "Ah, yep. I didn't see you there." I lost my fucking shit after that. You, I was like, he skipped- just
3: opened and closed that book just to close. <laughs> it. You skipped you skipped his magnificent wall of achievements where The wall is like 50 feet across, and there's like eight plaques that are like eight eight and a half by 11. Just like a a PWI award and like a picture of him winning a... a belt. It's, oh my God. You want to put that shit in, like, at the end of a hallway yeah, where a like desk that shit, goes. Like, or, like,
1: going up your
3: stairwell
1: or something. Like, this is just <laughs> a huge wall with, like, eight plaques on it. This is amazing. Booker is killing it with just this weird persona. His brand. Uh, yes, brand. Booker, Booker T is a brand. My He's got brand. Booker T brandy and Booker T wine. Which was oh made my when he was five years old. That's right, this brandy was made when I was five years old. Five does years Mojo old.
2: Have, does Joe have that? Booker T is a brand. Honestly, He's, honestly. He said five years old five times. Did y'all yep, catch that? Yep, yep. Five yep. years old. <laughs> five years old. so
3: great. Booker Wine. I'm Googling this right now. Because I want to know if Charmels is a you real you place in Houston. I guarantee you. Way way is. Is. Yep. No way it is. Oh my God. <laughs> there is. It's just. There is a a vineyard or a winery called booker so i almost guarantee you they just bought a bottle of that
1: definitely definitely. oh
3: my god also so good also his fucking bistro it's a kitchen yep (laughs) yeah fucking kitchen (laughs) yep okay we will Ah! we will will
1: return to booker in a bit where we go to god that uh, that made me alive so good uh oh boy next up is gail kim versus angelina love uh, video packets detailing yeah, yeah, yeah. how Angelina cost Gale when she was wrestling for the Knockouts title. Angelina Love, I'm sure, is a very wonderful person. Mm. But she looks like the most 2008 romantic comedy evil ex-girlfriend
3: that has ever existed.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, the hair and everything. She uh, had the
3: Marge Simpson shotgun makeup going on, yep. too, in that promo package. Um, uh,
1: Gail comes out first, heads of the ring, gets on the top rope, Pearl Harbor by Angelina, and we get the match under the way. Don West, while referring to Gail Kent, watch for her to put on a clinic. Nothing about an Angelina love match has ever or will ever be described as a clinic. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: The numbers game. Gail goes for a springboard into the ring but Velvet Sky grabs her foot as the ref is distracted, checking on Angelina. Credit where it's due. The match has a good pace. Like, Angelina isn't slowing things down with rest holds and they actually broke out some good looking moves. Uh, She popped gail with a surprising spinning heel kick that actually looked really good uh, at one point they cut to the hard camera before the crane camera was reset so you just have this shot with a huge crane arm going across the entire screen because that's that tna production value god uh gail gets up on the top rope to attack a vulnerable angelina but then she just falls down crouching herself on the ropes. Velvet came over and shook the ropes to make her lose her balance, apparently, though they didn't catch that on camera, because why would that? Yeah, no. <laughs> of course not. Angelina hits Gale with a top rope suplex, as Mike and A talks about the new TNA trading card set. <laughs> Gail gets her babyface comeback, hitting Angelina with a couple of clotheslines into a drop kick. Angelina cuts it off into a roll-up that Gale kicks out of and counters into a spear for two. Gale hits Angelina with a code breaker and then hits her with a handcuff neck breaker for the win in six minutes and thirteen seconds. Uh, a bit of a nothing match to get Gail over and kind of like reset her position in the
3: knockouts division. What did you think, noobs? Um, I mean, the you screwed Brett chance to Earl Ebner was definitely a, a sign of this match. Oh God. I was
1: wondering what that was.
3: Yeah, that was you screwed Brett chance. Wow. I mean, wow. the match Ten is years what it
2: is. Later,
3: yeah, eleven. It is what it is. This match, like Angelina's really good at selling spears and drop kicks. Yeah, and like she, she had a couple good moves, but yeah, just, this was yeah. Gail.
1: This it was like it, it felt like this was to like reset the crowd a little bit after the ridiculous spot fest. Uh, what did you think, Jesse?
2: Gail Kim is a treasure, and it's a shame WWE never had her. Well, they never. Treat her they never me. had her they, they never like, had, had full potential they, they had her but they but never they, had they her. didn't respect her yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's uh both gail kim runs in wwe make me yep want and to try to, but i'm too puzzled to you mean to tell
3: me
1: men like asian women yeah. <laughs> like somebody on twitter was like message was like talking to her like oh are you gonna be at evolution like she's like no like why not and like Why would I go back to that company?
2: Yeah. Watch my six matches on the WWE Network and come ask me again.
1: Yeah, like, why would I go back there? And also, she's done. Like, she retired. Uh, She had a retirement match in TNA last year. Uh, It was actually for the Knockouts title. And she was like, this will be my last TNA match. Like, this is it. And she won the title and then, like, retired. But then I think she, like, had her actual final match in like, February or March. Uh, I think it was in Canada, you know, to go out you know, in her, in her homeland. Uh, post-match, Velvet Sky gets in the ring and beats down Gail to get the heels heat back. They go to get the paper bag to put over Gail's face, but Gail wiggles out of their grasp and leaves the ring, retreating to the entranceway. Wrestling 101. You never want your valiant babyface to be retreating and running away from a fight. There's a little... There's, like, on this show, there's a few things... Like, for example, to, in the next segment, like... It feels like they don't understand, like, how you treat Baby faces and Heels. Because we go to the back with Lauren and Road Hold on, real quick, before
2: we skip. um, The way you did that transition, and it may just be me, but to clarify for people who listen and get super confused, Mm -hmm. that you went from talking about Gail Kim's retirement match straight back into Angelina attacking her. And I thought what you were talking about was, like, just for old time's sakes,
3: (laughs) Angelina (laughs)
2: unpacked her at her retirement match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Uh, like, you just, you have no periods, my man. (laughs) Listen, he's gotta go. Well, yeah,
3: because you finished that sentence with your answer. Of course he doesn't have periods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Come on! Anyways!
1: But yeah, I tell you, they have some, like, weird, like, for, like, we go back to Lauren and Road Dog with the 12 lucky fans who are gonna be a part of the fans' revenge lumberjack match between LAX and beer money. Basically, the idea is that the fans will have leather straps, so if a wrestler leaves the ring, they'll beat the piss out of them with the straps. All of the fans have on LAX shirts, and there are two mannequins dressed as Bobby Roode and James Storm, with Road Dogg introducing some of the fans as they whip the mannequins. Uh, remember how we talked about how TNA use their hand mics instead of boom mics? Road Dogg destroys the levels on the mic he's holding as he yells into it. Not the only <laughs> time that'll happen on this show. But again, Wrestling 101. You never want your heels to be at a disadvantage going into a match, lest they gain sympathy from the audience. Like... In this fans revenge match that comes up later, Bear Money are the baby faces because they have the entire deck stacked against them. It's it's weird like misunderstanding of like how you book faces and heels.
2: It's it's, well, it's, it's weird. The, it's it's the Vince Russo idea. It's like yeah. fans Want. He, he believes Bro. in that nostalgic mid-90s thing of throwing bottles and yeah. your food at the bad guys. Yeah, like WCW
1: shit. embracing it's, it. And...
2: Yeah,
3: It's what I'd like to call the
2: RR, Russo writing. <laughs> Russo, <laughs> that, damn, uh, you mean the triple R's, Russo writing arithmetic? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. oh. Fuck that's so next good.
1: up is Sanjay Dutt versus Black Machisco. Black Machismo, God bless, this is so dumb and I love it. So they have a video package. Black Machismo. They have a video package that ends with dramatic music and a dramatic voiceover as Lethal looks down at Dutt from the ring post where Dutt is outside cowering surrounded with small children in traditional Indian garb, none of yes. which were Indian.
3: It- Yeah. It also that promo package started with about thirty seconds of no music.
2: Yep. It was just like, what? It was very weird. Uh, So, but they tried to make the guru gimmick into like a cult thing. No, like Sanjay is
1: out first, and he's the bad guy now, and you can tell because he's in a do rag. Uh, also, right? he's using his tambourine as like a collection plate, and so he's like walking around and people are dropping dollar bills into it. You stupid uh,
2: bastards! <laughs>
1: God. Uh, next out is Black Machismo, Jay Lethal with SoCalVAL. Black Machismo. There has been a very strange confluence of TNA things, late- two thousand eight TNA things lately, such as Jay Lethal appearing as Black Machismo at All In. That was and, so great. And that was
3: the- weird. It was so good. Like, like
1: we we marked out for it just because we're in the middle of
2: watching
3: this. Yeah, yeah. that's very
2: true. Like um, we, there's they, been a lot of they things did it popping because up. It was such recently. a fan favorite thing, and they wanted to make it the match as hot as possible. Because yeah. I'm sure a lot of people felt like that title match was going to be not a bad one, but like just a throwaway match in general. So yeah. Like, how do we make this as ridiculous and yeah, fan like a, oriented as possible? It was a
1: fun storyline match,
2: but yeah, like because like in the, the day
1: after that. Impact's youtube channel just uploaded curryman's titantron for no reason and, like, then, like,
3: it... and then like two days after that wasn't like sacrifice 08 the
2: wikipedia page of the day it was day? lockdown, Locked it was down lockdown yeah
1: lockdown 08 was like the wikipedia page of the day it it's was, like what, 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 what community episode
2: back? are we a part of what's right? happening
1: somebody out there's god's listening to this um, <laughs> it was so weird. Sanjay Dutt gives a rose and a card to Val, and Jay starts the match by suicide diving through the rope, sending Dutt into a barricade on the outside. And murdering
3: uh, that rose.
1: Yep. Jay takes the card and rose from Val and rips them up and everything, throws Dutt in the ring, and the bell rings. We're underway. uh Very high paced match. You can tell these guys have wrestled together and against each other hundreds of times Uh because they have great chemistry. Lethal gives an arm drag to Dutt, flips through it, and delivers a drop kick to a prone Dutt. Awesome. Sanjay is still trying to figure out his new character. He hits Jay with a great springboard Thez press and then just looks into the camera, super creepy as fuck, and then hits himself on his head a couple times with the tambourine. There's some growing pains with the heel turn, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm crazy! These guys are so good. Jay hits Sanjay with the snake eyes onto the top turnbuckle in the corner, then grabs Sanjay and slings him over his head for a German suplex that Sanjay flips through so he lands on his face? I, I've never seen someone take a German like that. It's magical. Uh, Dutt hits Jay with a top rope hurricane Rana into a running shooting star press. We only saw the impact of the shooting star press, though, because the camera's cut to a worried-looking SoCal Val during the exchange. God, I wish they'd... St- <clears throat> like, I don't mind the focus on Val. She's integral to the storyline, and he's and she's good at what she does. But you need to get your truck people shit together to make sure you cut at the yeah, right times. they were. That- there, there were a lot of bad cuts event. in this yeah, game. Yeah, I was
2: fixing to the say they
1: do that the a event. lot in Booker versus Joe. Yeah. Uh, Jay batters Sanjay outside the ring as Dutt reaches forward, yelling, Val, Val, help me. <laughs> Jay gets Dutt in a cloverleaf submission, and Sanjay continues to call for Val. Val gets in the ring, and on the ring steps, and Jay releases the hold, telling Val to get back to the floor. Sanjay gets the upper hand and crawls over to Val. Jay grabs him from behind and hits him with a lethal, lethal combination. Instead of going for the pin... He goes to batter Dut some more. Val gets on the ring apron. Jay goes over to her. Sanjay gets Jay in a roll up and uses the ropes for leverage to get the win in eight twenty four. After the match, Sanjay kisses Val's hand, celebrates all the way up the entrance ramp.
3: Uh what did you think, noobs? I it it was good. <clears throat> there was a lot of good like fluidity with the match. Like you could like you said, it they're really they work really well together. Yeah. It just with the camera angle like the random camera cuts to yeah. uh what's her name Val and Southern cons- County,
2: Val, California.
3: Yeah. California Val. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, I got it right. Yeah. I said Val. So
3: Val. Oh, yeah, no, Val. I was But yeah. um it just the pacing definitely ended with every cut. And then yes. like the way the finish happened, it was very random and just like, oh shit. Okay. Guys yeah, for seeing this in the next pay
1: per view. Yeah, it felt like the match still had like two minutes left in it. Yeah, uh, what, what did
2: you think, Jesse? <laughs> two minutes left in it, more like two months. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're we're not done. We're not.
1: But again, I'm fine with done. that. Like I'm not going to complain about watching these two guys wrestle each other. Because man,
2: I mean, if it was if it was it was just that, and I don't mean like take away the story, but it just it doesn't feel as cohesive as it should be. Yeah. It just really doesn't. And I this don't know feel, what it is.
1: This should feel like a huge,
2: like has never know, been. I don't know if it's like no, you know, not trying to throw uh SoCal Val under the bus, but it feels like she doesn't really want to react to either guy. Like, but I feel like that's all.
1: part of the character because she like, she, she wants to get across that there might be something there with her and Sanjay. So like, she doesn't, want to be fully on jay's side like she just kind of doesn't want any of this to be happening
2: well yeah, yeah. well yeah but it i don't know it's weird I mean, I mean like she it i don't know how to put it it just doesn't feel like she's reacting yeah to them it makes it makes me think because we watched that uh with um whatever it was for uh frank uh god i forgot frank everything Frigg? no mm-hmm. the um in WWE, his, his sister is not a sister. He had to say, slap me for her to slap him. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, oh, was that, yeah. that
1: was, um, that was, was that fucking,
2: oh, God. <clears throat> the MMA guy yeah, from wrestling. What is the Ken, Ken, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. We all just had a brain fart. Yeah. yeah um, it made me think of that. Not as I can see that. bad, but like, it yeah, just, I can see
0: that.
1: yeah. It's, so I don't know. TNA has never been great at storytelling. Well, <laughs> and, like, friends breaking up storytelling? Like, oh yeah and they remember yeah. remember when america's most wanted broke up and like so america's Most Wanted was james storm and uh chris harris chris harris they were one of the best tag teams in the world they had always like they were they were a tag team before tna started on tna tv they got put together on the second weekly pay-per-view in 2002 and they were a team until late 2006 uh when they lost the tag titles to lax and james storm turns on chris harris and like Cracks him in the eye with a beer bottle and Chris Harris is out for months and he finally makes his return and he's got like an eye patch on and so like we're like it's time for a blood feud right and their match like their first match against each other was a fucking blindfold match in a
2: cage in a cage at at
1: lockdown 2007. With the most shit ass blindfolds ever made, and they kept falling they were like just it was bags. like, like they they're just bags. bags. Which is that's most blindfold matches. Like you go back like Ricky Steen or um, Rick Martel versus Jake the Snake at WrestleMania. Those are bags. Like blindfold because ma- you have to have it to where you can actually see through it. Right, right, right. Uh, you have to have gimmick blindfolds, but like they didn't tighten them, so they just fell off constantly. But they had like the blindfold would fall off, but they would still have to work the spot like they couldn't see. It was a disaster. It was as bad
2: as it was bad as the v, the VKM Road Dog shit. It was it was it disa- was thing. a disaster,
1: and it shouldn't have been. And they ended up having like a re- like I think it was like No Surrender that year. They had like a buckets of blood fucking Texas death match that made up for it. But like mm-hmm. yeah, like TNA's never been great at those breakup stories, and like Jay and Sanjay can deliver in ring. But Mm -hmm. the story here, but I think part of it is the story is fucking ridiculous, Yeah, which I'm into because I'm into the ridiculous story, but it does lose a bit of the gravity that something like this probably should have. Uh, But speaking of James Storm, uh, we get 10 seconds to let the end of the match set in and then we go boom right in the back uh, for uh, a promo for the tag team match beer money and jackie are in the back with jb bobby cuts a great promo he's talking about fury He's like fury is is you know james when the bartender says last call fury is me when the dow (laughs) crashes and i lose my investments which was strangely prescient because this is july 13th 2008 i was about to say the stock market crash that solidified the recession was a couple months later at the end of september 2008 he um, knew
2: his gimmick was real.
3: Yep. Then Rude like, calls the folks ringside. Marks. It was great. I I also just love furious when the bartender does his fucking job to kick out drunks so they don't <laughs> die on his watch. <laughs> and yeah. It,
1: and like James Storm gets on the mic and Rude just yells support to him in the background. Like you know what the best part of Houston is? And Bobby just in the background. Tell him. <laughs> getting tell, out. Tell Ooh, this God. shit, Bobby. Reach. Uh, Jackie isn't going to the ring with him. Which saying, was really great. Those little tits got belts out there.
2: <laughs> it's I had to like I had to. It's like what did you just say? I had to go backwards. Overall, vintage great, Jacqueline. Great
1: promo. Like pro, like I I think this is by a mile the most entertaining backstage segment we've seen this well, but, run. The
3: best part is the whole Jacqueline thing. She's like leaving, and they're, like they're rooting we Like, come on, no, yeah, no, you but, can come huh? back. It's like Jacqueline's like. No, y'all want to get sued? Yeah. Whipping <laughs> a black girl with a yeah. belt?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was probably
1: the big thing. God, it was such a good promo. Like, these guys, like, you can see that magic here. Like, they but again, James Storm, man, makes that mic hot. Like, he, Woo! uh
3: But yeah, I, I, I really
1: it. enjoyed that segment. What'd you guys think about it? I was super into it. I was I, so
3: hyped out for this match. It was pretty good. I just, I just... It started to dawn on me that like they don't really explain they do explain it but you don't really pay attention to it if you're not really invested into it that oh these fans are actually going to be down in, in the ring. Yep. Yeah. Oh no. They've, they have had
2: multiple fans revenge matches yep. um and they are always go about as good as you yeah. think they would. It's uh, just
3: like Oh boy, where do I sign up to never be a participant? Right. Well, here's for this. the thing.
1: I feel like all of them are like people back, like like caterers and like people who work at TNA, except for the one guy who won a contest. Like I yeah, guarantee bro. every single one of those people is somebody on TNA's payroll, uh, just to make sure. And the one guy who ran a contest or won a contest. Um, so the fans head to the ring as Mike Tenay runs down the names, talks about one of them. Uh, winning the contest, and out next!
0: Sorry about your damn luck.
1: Beer Money. Great theme. Great team. Let's go. Like, after Sacrifice, I never wanted to see another tag team again, but now the tag match is the thing that I'm the most excited for on this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was... The TNA Tag Team Champions, accompanied by Salinas and Hector Guerrero, Homicide and Hernandez, the Latin American Exchange (LAX). Let's go! Oh my God!
3: The one thing uh, I'll, the one thing I'll point out before this match starts, uh, according to us, uh, I guess. I just love the fact that it's like everyone comes out, every fan comes out wearing an LAX shirt because I don't think anybody wants to be on camera whipping a person of color, right? Uh, like yeah,
2: jesus christ, christ. But yeah, it, but again, that was like, like always pro- probably the plan
1: yeah but like and, and then like they said like introducing it's actually like beer money is set to face lax and 12 angry fans like that makes them sound yeah, like such, baby faces it makes them sound it's like such baby a, faces
2: wh- yeah but they're I, assholes I, I mean you you'd think but it's it's the the whole point is fans revenge it's like it's supposed to put over okay yeah. so here's the real problem it's supposed to put over fans <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's supposed to put um, over fans. It's supposed to be like, oh, TNA's
1: the only TNA's the only wrestling company that lets you beat the
2: piss out of their workers. Yeah, we care about our fans, bro. Yeah, yeah. We care about the uh, fans, bro. So that's match always begins. been the argument. I guess that's probably where, and you know, it's 2008. So I guess this is really what helped breed smart culture, even yeah. though. Even though in hindsight there are so many Fire Russo chants throughout oh, these yeah. pay like, per views, after, there's gonna be more later for a couple things. After Des- Destination
1: X 2007 had a Last Rights match, which is just a coffin match between Abyss and Sting, except the coffin instead of being outside of the ring, like was like lowered into the ring, yeah. and like Sting ended up winning it, and like so they rose they rose the coffin up with Abyss in it, and fans were just chanting Fire Russo, and afterwards, uh, um dixie carter in like an investor's call said that it was just a bunch of smart marks trying to like hijack
3: the show like she addressed that i love it Uh, i fucking love it yep so and by that i hate it
1: we start with rude and homicide shoulder tackle into shoulder tackle trading punches headlock from rude arm lock from homicide back and forth trading the advantage until homicide pushes bobby out of the ring Uh, and he gets beat up by the fans and Bobby runs over to James Storm and like hugs him like around the face
3: yeah like hugs him crying it was so good
1: like oh my god Uh, James Storm gets in takes advantage and sends Homicide to the outside the fans back off and don't touch him and he grabs James Storm's beer and takes a swig and then dumps some of it into the mouth of a nearby fan awesome Mm -hmm. James Storm runs out again to get Homicide and gets beat down by the rings uh, or by the fans around the ring homicide sends james storm to the ropes who skins the cat and celebrates before hector yanks him out and storm takes a bunch of shots from the fans bobby sends homicide over the top rope to the apron with a body drop to which homicide yells oh shit then bobby punches homicide who jumps to the floor bobby goes for a sliding drop kick to homicide but misjudges it and ends up on the floor caught between the ring apron and the side of the ring Trapping him, the fans come over and start to beat on him as he drops to the ground and crawls around under the ring, popping out on another side and getting back in the ring. Fantastic. Homicide hits Bobby with three rolling suplexes and the crowd knows what's coming next, chanting, Eddie, 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 as Homicide goes up for the fro- frog splash, but Storm distracts him. Homicide misses a flying nothing and Rude hits him with a gorgeous spine buster.
3: And that's when I cried.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, just,
3: yep. that's... Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: because I Eddie guess would also do those rolling suplexes. I think calling the three amigos.
3: Oh, he would do he would do the three amigo, the three amigos uh, suplexes. And yeah, he would he would do all three of them before he would go up to yep. the top rope. Yep. It was and... very similar to like his friend Benoit's three super suplexes than the yeah. rake across the chin and then the headbutt. It's yeah. like yeah. it was it was God. a really cool
1: moment. It was a great moment, and I'm sure that I, like you just wonder how that make like how good that makes
3: Hector feel out there. It it I'm brought sure, me yeah, back I'm to sure that. He- su-
2: they asked Hector if they could do, and he was like, "Dude, yeah. please."
3: It brought me back to that Super Show. Like I don't think we've ever talked about that. Oh like, yeah, on here. Like I was at the Super Show where Eddie had died that yeah, day. The Eddie tribute show. Yeah. So I saw both the Raw and SmackDown Eddie tribute shows, and Man. it's just like one of those things where I'm just like. That is so ingrained in my head, yeah. and the moment I start hearing the Eddie chants, it's just like, okay, I'm back yep. 13 years ago, man, damn near crying my eyes out. God, it, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It, it's it's me making it
1: about me, so like but enough no, about me. But no, that's awesome. Like that's that shows like you know that that shows how great wrestling is. That like there's some tenure. Know. that that, like that stuff that it can get it's like when i it's honestly it's it's a very different type because it's like pure adulation but it's how i feel whenever i watch anything from takeover new orleans because i was at takeover new orleans and that was like the best show i'll ever see and so like and just like the way i felt when i left that show whenever i watch that show like yeah it takes me right back there and i get really emotional like i'm sure one day we will end up doing that show on here for something and man that's gonna be a hell of a episode for me because it's just gonna be like yeah and this is the part where i screamed and this is the part where i
3: cried and, and this I, is the part and this is the part where i logged into team and spoiled ruined the everyone's, everyone's everyone's, <laughs> everyone's spoiled like, spoiled the ending, spoiled it tag match because uh, you yeah, log but, in and we just hear adam cole baby with like while just... adam cole is not even on the <laughs> fucking ladder. <laughs> Listen, I, I wanted
1: like, to share that with you guys because, boy, let me tell you, being around 18,000 people all screaming, Adam Cole, baby,
3: is a hell of a moment. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, I can't wait to have that happen. Anyway, Ray.
1: the ref gets distracted by Hernandez and Beer Money tag team the shit out of homicide, just battering him up and down the ring. Storm gets Homicide and a half crab, and Hernandez jumps in, taking Storm out. Storm tags in Bobby, who prevents Homicide from getting to Hernandez, but then Homicide gets Bobby in a T-bone suplex and gets the hot tag. Hernandez clears house, hitting Bobby with a back body drop into the fucking stratosphere. Storm gets Homicide up on the top rope, but Homicide counters and hits Storm with a gorgeous tornado DDT. He goes for a stunner on Rude, but gets countered, and then he low-bridges Rude when Rude runs after him, sending him to the outside to be battered by the fans. Rude gets back in the ring. Hernandez gets him on his shoulders. Homicide gets on the top rope and hits Bobby with the gringo cutter for the clean three in 10 minutes and six seconds. What did you think about the match, Jesse?
2: Um, it, it, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it made me realize just how, like, LAX is the TNA tag division, pretty yep. much. Um, it, Until beer money. I, I, yeah, um, but even then, like I don't know, it took me a while to get into beer Bunny. I'm I'm one of those weird people that like I I really have to I don't really get into somebody until they're a face for just a minute, and then I like some of their heel work or or whatever. Yeah, and and, and also this was a time period where you know I'd been watching for like two years, and I didn't think that they were going to last because they were two singles guys thrown together. That's they used to the be thing. former tag team dude. So it was, so yeah. it took me a while to feel like, Oh, I mean, why should I really care about this? It just means that the tag division's not not um, great right now. That's usually what the sign is. They yeah. didn't to me become like the definitive tag team after LAX until they won like their third one. And they were, they were, they were different. they, it's just, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, what The Bar started out with um, uh, Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, how we weren't sure if that, like, you know, was really going to matter and how much they clicked and changed See, and they became a tag team I within would a say, couple of months. I would say because, like,
1: Seamus and Cesaro, when they got back together, like, there was at least, like, a story there. I would more compare it to Cesaro and Tyson Kidd.
2: Maybe, yeah, that too. But um, yeah, I, I'm just of, saying the bar because the yeah. bar has gotten to last longer and yeah, um, have jackets. That yeah. that's what matters like, is when you start having jackets. Like, oh. don't get me wrong, <laughs> like I'm marking out for beer money here
1: because I know what beer money would become. Right, like, right, right. I, they're, they're still fine. really good here, but like yeah. absolutely. Like if I'm, if you're watching this live when it first happens, this is just two singles wrestlers who didn't have anything else going on. Yeah, so
2: it just reminds me of that because and I like, guess because I know the whole journey, so I know again what they become much later.
1: Yeah, and, and also, like, after this match, like, watching this, it's one of the things that I noted here, like, I if you're just watching this live, like, they just got beat clean as a whistle in a match where they just got battered by fans. Like, that would, any other tag team, like, okay, well, that's it, and we'll just move on to the next yeah, tag team. A, like, that's, that's it for beer a squash money. squash
2: of a squash of a squash.
1: Yeah, what do you think, Noobs?
3: I thought it was great. I love the fact that when Storm realized he could run around the... <laughs> the ring, and yeah. run fast enough and realize that the hand-eye coordination skills of the fans just <laughs> could not connect. It was very fun. Just missing shots. And then like the moment they would re-enter the ring and seeing the fans with the belts like reaction, like, oh, I didn't get to hit them. Like, that, that made it a lot <laughs> funnier for me. <laughs> just like, god. oh my god, this is great.
1: So good. Uh, yeah, like it was... It was a ton of fun. Like it got over LAX a lot and like Beer Money still looked good in it even though they got like the clean 3 because like they had the deck stacked against them. They were never going to win this match because they had LAX and 12 angry fans. Yeah. But it was still a ton of fun. Like it was the, like easily the best tag team match we've seen since uh Super Eric and AJ versus LAX at Sacrifice. Uh I'm like, I'm totally fine if just, like, the, the rest of the shows are just Beer Money versus LEX because, like, I think those guys can just click in, in such a good way, uh, and I'm I'm really excited to see more Beer Money. Uh, yeah. We get two seconds of celebrations, and then cut to the second Booker T segment, which is his wrestling school, which is just, like, <sighs> interviews with people he's training, and then cuts to them working out in the ring and him just yelling at them, just like, gone! I'm dragged! Do better.
3: I mean now now you know where his like commentary stuff started. <laughs> like Damn. Let's be real here. <laughs> like, like he just <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't like how when the segment ended, Booker is looking at the camera like he's yeah. looking at my soul, so I yeah. called the cops and they understood.
2: <laughs> they understood my Dude, fear. No, that's the best thing about Heal Booker is that that look. That just bug-eyed. He's like, so I'm good at
1: that bug-eye look. look. Like, oh yeah. my god. What,
0: what? the hell? What?
1: what are we doing here? <laughs> um... So up next is Awesome Kong versus <laughs> Knockouts Champion Taylor Wilde. Wait, what? Yes, Awesome Kong's yeah. title reign was finally ended, not on a pay per view, but on an Impact. Uh, Taylor was one of the plants in the audience yeah. who did the twenty five thousand dollars Knockouts title open challenge, really, and yeah. caught Kong with a roll up in a shocking upset victory. I was curious about Taylor Wilde. Was she someone I knew? Did she have great success in TNA and elsewhere? She got rocketed to the top past Roxy and Beale and all of the other women on the roster. No, she'd be out of TNA by 2010 and she retired from wrestling in 2011.
2: The
3: Sorando. Yep. Yeah, she like, came,
2: obviously she, they came had plans she actually came from um, WWE De- developmental actually. Yes. That's it. Uh,
1: but yeah, so like they yeah, like she they had plans for, her. like they rocketed her to the top, but she just
2: she was okay. Like, so they made their interest I just don't Kong, know why they did that. Kong they didn't Rebs, even Yeah. They didn't even like have a highlight video of her beating Kong. Yeah they did. Um not not like, like a detail I don't know, it just didn't feel like it made it uh, special.
1: I think part of that is because like they they put it in the video package, but it's mostly just her getting the roll up on Kong because that's the whole Mac. like that's the whole thing. Is that she yeah. got like she got like she, she stole one from Kong.
2: Right. Uh, they could've I feel like they should have just built it up more, though. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I I don't mind like a shocking. I don't understand. I don't
1: mind like a shocking victory, and obviously that obviously with the twenty five thousand dollar like fan challenge, that's how they were gonna end up. Like that, you do that to set up for that ending her title reign. You know, it's it's um.
2: But all right, compare this to the Milan Miracle. I was about to say
1: it's Santino taking the IC title off of Umaga. Yeah, they
2: they hyped the shit out of that. They made a huge package of it and a big deal. The Taylor Wilde thing just didn't... That's
1: that's the difference between TNA and WWE production. Yeah,
2: it is. It is. But, like, come on, people, fucking try.
1: Right. Uh, So the match begins. Kong grabs the title from her and they begin brawling. Okay, Uh, time out, time
3: out. Match begins. You miss that. Taylor Wilde's theme is so much like the new Iconics theme. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Like, the... Yeah. Like, thing. It's just like... Wait, what? I I
1: once heard someone describe it as like uh "Bicycle" by Queen.
0: Like (laughs) oh, just broke me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, yeah, she comes up with like "Bicycle" by Queen, and like uh, this is a match, I suppose. Kong throws her around for a while and gets her in an endless camel clutch. She was in that hold for so long. Taylor eventually wrestles out, but Kong takes back over. Kong gets her up for the Awesome Bomb, but Taylor fights out. Taylor gets on the top rope and actually hits a really good-looking dropkick, but Kong immediately gets back up and just turns her inside out with a lariat. Uh, Kong gets to the top, and Taylor joins her, hitting her with a top rope arm drag for a two. Kong goes for the spinning backfist, but Taylor dodges and gets Kong in a roll-up for another two, two count. Kong sets Taylor up for the Implant Buster, but Taylor rolls through it, which looked pretty good, and she gets... The pin to retain her title in four minutes and fifty-one seconds. But the story of this match is not the match. Uh, after the match, Saeed attacks Taylor and throws her back in the ring. She and Kong beat up on Taylor for a while, with Kong hitting uh-huh. Taylor with an implant buster. Then Saeed brings in a chair and Kong sets up for the awesome bomb. And oh, that's Abyss's music. For the second month in a dun, dun,
3: row, dun, dun, dun. Abyss shows up to defend the vulnerable and defenseless. Again, Said- in these situations, the least likely person comes out to help. The yep. definition of RR booking. Yep. That is Russo writing. Yep. Saeed
1: gets in between Kong and Abyss. Kong leaves the ring and Saeed slaps Abyss and she eats a black hole
3: slam for her troubles. Uh, what would you think, Nibs? I mean... Like you said, the match was just like, uh, I didn't care for again the random shots of Saeed just yep. like zoomed in on her eye makeup. It's just like what, yep. uh, what, why? Okay, and then they like the match ends. Okay, Saeed, we need you to emote more through the hijab. Can you can you emote a little bit more, please? Like right, Gwen harder.
1: Because, yeah, I don't know we- if, we've, if we've gotten this across. Raisha Saeed is this, like, evil foreigner lady who is uh, Awesome Kong's manager who comes out in a full, like, hijab. Like, you can only see her eyes. Uh, because and she's played by totally not someone like and that. And she's played by, yeah, cheerleader Melissa, a.k.a. Mariposa. Uh, but, yeah, like, it was fine. I, I popped for Abyss because I'll kind of always pop for Abyss. Abyss has the best theme music right up until it isn't. Like, the first four seconds of a business theme are awesome, and then it's just standard butt rock.
2: Oh, I, lo- I love the whole thing. Like,
1: don't get me wrong. It's a good theme, but, like, I feel like if the whole thing was, like, more orchestral with, like, screaming strings and stuff like that, how it starts, like, it starts awesome, and then just, dirt, chugger, chugga chugga dirt, And, like, that's okay, but, like... You know, yeah. It sets up. Well, like, to
2: it me, it sounds like... To me it sounds like cage doors slamming. Like like the rail like sliding the rails of cage, like kind of thing. I can, I can kinda see that, yeah. But uh, you know, that's not, yeah. that's what I've always thought it was. I didn't yeah. think about it being like new metal cords or yeah. whatever. Uh, I, I'm
1: excited to see where Abyss goes. Um I'm excited to watch it Abyss match. Uh, yeah, then, I'm
2: I'm all about that really. Yes.
1: Uh, we go to a restaurant that they're acting like Booker T owns called Charmels. <laughs> There's a wonderful <laughs> bit where Booker is, is talking to, like, the guy who runs the place saying, make sure the food portions are much smaller and make sure you water down all the booze. We got to make as much money as we can. Like, and suddenly Booker T is in a Guy day. Ritchie
2: film.
3: The, 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 what did the guy say? Like, he's yeah. like
1: <laughs> he said, Booker's a great boss. As long as I come to
3: work every day. And I mean And I mean every, I mean day, every day. He takes yeah. care of me. <laughs> booker is a business in itself booker talk booker t talks about booker t as if booker t is an inanimate object
0: yep. and then booker like,
3: t is an enterprise booker t
2: is an icon
1: <laughs> and then at the end of it charmel was eating a salad said, they didn't put the apples in my salad and what? it looked like booker t was about to go murder someone <laughs> he, oh yeah he did he absolutely murdered that guy oh my god uh great segment again getting over just crazy awesome delusional bigger than life booker t what such a good character up next is the final match in the tna world x cup the ultimate x match so the ultimate x is a ladder match without the ladder uh on four sides of the ring there are scaffolding and then there's two cables crisscrossing the ring and in between them there is something hanging sometimes it's a belt but this time it's just like an x the winner is the one who could get up there monkey bar on the ropes and remove the item. We get a really weird video
3: package with like fucking with 300 like, music, like yeah, with going. lots of
1: quiet violin music playing yeah. with silent movie style cards saying stuff like, "Why do they do it? Because they are the X Division, and the world will be watching." I don't get it. It's I just so don't weird. Work. It's so I, weird. Take uh, this seriously. Take yeah. it seriously. Uh, so, because of how the points have worked out. The winner of this match will Are win the World yet? X Cup for their team. Uh, out first is Naruki Doi for Team Japan. And yeah, the ring announcer said he is representing New Japan. And then Tanei was really
2: immediately like, representing the Dragon Gate promotion. Yeah, he's uh, never been in New Japan, so I don't know what uh, that's about.
1: Next is Volador Jr. from Mexico. Then, oh shit, is Davari representing team international i miss his brother Arya davari he hasn't been seen in the wwe since the greatest royal rumble he is out with an unspecified injury uh hope he gets better he's a really
3: good cruiser weight uh and well yeah i think i think we need to point out we brought this up in our chat before this match started the commentators oh the commentators are talking uh-huh. and they have a great hard cam right on the commentators talking and behind what's... it? Who's the guy? With Don the t- West. Behind Don West. Behind Don West, there is a sign that just says, My sister is... And the next word is it rhymes with cook, but starts with a G. Yeah, a racial slur. Just right it, behind DW. Just a hard G, just looking God. at and And then the next team they introduce is it's Team Japan. Japan. God. How did it that just, get on TV? TNA. It
1: just is so bad. God, TNA production, please. I'm begging you.
3: I have a family. It's TNA so, production. Like I, I was distracted. No one cares about your family, bro. God. I was distracted by that so hard. I throughout the entire it, match I just Vince kept thinking Russo of that had sign.
2: A hand in the
3: no.
1: cameras. No, well, no. Like Vince Russo would write. He writes the storylines. He does not handle production. Like he doesn't, he doesn't do production. He's not in the truck. Like he's not uh, Kevin Man. Dunn. Like no, he is not the guy in you know ch- changing camera angles and stuff like Man. that. God, um, it was something. Yes. Sorry
3: to derail. But no, but the, fuck yeah, like how me. did that get
1: on TV? How did that get on TV? You stay classy, Houston. But <laughs> we get two X Men, X X Men. We get two multiple <laughs> car crash matches on one show.
3: Oh shit, X-Man. Everybody. I'm just like thinking, like the entire time I'm looking at this ring and this setup, it's like, those are ring ropes hanging above yep. the ring. Those cannot be good yes. for gripping. They're <laughs> not.
1: They're very not. The bell rings, and away we go. Let's go. No. give it to yeah. 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 X-Division Chaos, like God oh. intended. Kez immediately look, bounces look. off the ring ropes and grabs the cables above the ring, but is thwarted by Divari volador jr gets to the cables but drops from them to deliver a hurricane rana to naruki doi before he gets chucked out of the ring by kaz uh kaz takes the moment to begin to climb the scaffolding but he doesn't get far before davari yanks him to the floor and batters him at the barricade uh kaz beautifully sells the arm that davari's been targeting uh everybody's going against kaz he fights everyone off gets to the cables but just like has to let go because like his left arm has been targeted so much Great ring psychology. Kaz is very good. Uh, they all team up on Kaz again, sending him into the corner. Naruki Doi goes to run at Kaz, but he stops, turns around, and flips off the other two competitors, then attacks Kaz, getting across the fact that he isn't working with them. He is helping himself. Very good like character work. Uh, Naruki begins to climb the scaffolding and is quickly followed by Davari, who delivers like five headbutts to Naruki and sends him to the floor. Dvari climbs toward the X, but is pulled down by volador jr and they exchange some great slats before volador counters an irish whip into a beautiful handspring flip into an arm drag awesome kaz elevates naruki into volador's crotch while volador hangs off the cables uh kaz and volador both crawl towards the x uh kaz kicks volador off and kaz attempts to get himself situated around the cables but is thwarted by davari then volador grabs davari's legs while he's hanging on the cable and throws him down with a powerbomb to the mat looked awesome. Uh huh. Naruki is the first back to his feet and begins to climb down the cable. before he catches a dropkick from Volador. Then Volador follows it up with a beautiful moonsault to the outside, taking out Naruki. Davari and Kaz both climb up the scaffolding, trading shots at the top. Kaz and Daivari both tease falling off. Kaz gets dazed, and Divari crawls down the cable. Kaz gets to the top of the scaffolding, and... <laughs> holy shit delivers a leg drop from the top of the scaffolding to davari hanging off the cables
3: that down to the mat that looked awesome. like it was something where Cass was about to break his leg yeah oh like, my
1: god oh that was so good it was incredible
3: That's and that
2: really crazy
1: that everybody was out volador jr leaps to life gets to the cables gets to the middle and removes the x for the win in 10 minutes and 58 seconds of course winning the world x cup for mexico uh, then we get a trophy celebration in the ring with Team Mexico cutting very grateful promos. Viva La Raza.
2: Uh, what'd you think, Jesse? Um, I can't remember the first Ultimate X match I saw, but that shit's really fucking crazy. It's always um, fun. Yeah. And the story with Kaz here is really strange and interesting. It's kind of like um, he starts, like, failing... A, a lot in in stuff, and, and so he uh, decides to quit wrestling, and that's when he comes back as Suicide. Interesting. Um, yeah. So this is the beginning of the end of Kaz for a while, and, and gets Suicide and for a while. That's too long.
1: because, like, the next month after the show, or maybe two months, the TNA
3: video game comes out. Yeah, yeah,
2: it comes out in like September or so. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Noobs?
3: I thought it was really good. I'll be. I'll be perfectly honest with you. That hard G sign really threw me yeah. for a loop for you. a lot of this match. Man, just like, I don't notice shit. Like that I would just—I <laughs> I
1: didn't notice either.
3: I would just like—I'm just like—I just keep thinking it's like, yeah. What else does White Houston have to offer, right? I need to keep watching. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> oh like, God! What is happening?
1: It's a car crash. Like I don't want to look away, now I got to pay attention to the crowd.
3: God, it was so good, but just so much. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, but, but yeah, it bit, like it was, yeah. it was a fine match. Like I loved it. I loved the spots. That one spot from uh, from Cast was a little bit too much for a three thousand person crowd, right? But ah, Killing ah, yourself ah, for ah, not that many people. It's just like okay, you do you, boo boo. You just keep <laughs> on going. Yeah, Oh,
1: my god, awesome. Just I will break. break my leg,
3: or I will break you. <laughs>
1: uh. So, uh, but yeah, great, like X or ultimate X matches are great. The year before at, uh, bound for glory, I think in 2007, there was an ultimate X match between Elix Skipper and Sinji, I think uh. against LAX. And like, it ended up with like big man Hernandez winning, like Hernandez getting up there, like his big ass and hanging off those cables and taking down the X is really cool. Uh, it's worth looking into. Uh, oh, Hey, MMA guy is back. You know You, you uh-huh. know, when you find mom, you find dad. And when you find Kurt Angle, you're gonna find me, Frank. That's how it is. MMA. Works. Or also, hip. Okay. I don't know if he's changed his look or if I'm just noticing it, but that dude looks a lot like Kurt Angle. No, you yeah, actually like have a note. He wore hats before. Okay. I have a note at the end of this match. Yeah. Like he it's some single white female shit. Like he looks a lot like Kurt Angle. Uh-huh. Uh Video package for the next match, the six-man of Team 3D and Kurt Angle versus AJ, Christian, and Rhino. Uh, The fans have gotten to decide the stipulation. Uh, JB gets in the ring and thanks the tens upon thousands of fans who voted for the stipulation of the match, which will be full metal mayhem. Uh, Team 3D is out first, and Bubba Ray and I now have the same haircut because we have a similar (laughs) receding hairline. I cut all that shit off. Uh, Next is angle it's actually it's interesting it's weird because you feel a breeze on your scalp that you're not expecting next is Mm -hmm. angle followed by mr t T t-rex arms himself rhino uh then christian like i think after this it's say it's safe to say that christian has become our culminative boy like don't get me wrong i think we all like christian before this but he's been so good on every single show we've watched like TNA Christian is one of the few examples of someone who's shown brighter there than WWE. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. Christian. I've always said
2: that, and I always believe it.
1: It's it's Christian and, like, main event heel Bully Ray in 2011 and 2012. Like yes. No, that's fuck it. you, Gail Kim as well. Well, but Gail, Gail Kim is a TNA original. Like She started in TNA, and then it's no, WWE no. later. Um, I re-
2: no, I was she really had a Matrix Kim? gimmick in, like, 2003 WWE really? for, like, a couple months. I didn't Yeah, know. yeah
3: I could have sworn yeah. she oh, wore yeah, WWE star. No, yeah, you're right, yeah.
2: She showed up yeah. in 2000. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, she was yeah, basically like, from The Matrix. It was horrible. Yes.
1: Okay, so yes, Gail Kim. And, but yeah, Christian is so good. Like, I feel like, at, at least, like, definitely me, like, having a newfound appreciation for Christian. And I already really liked Christian. Uh,
2: yeah, AJ, dude. Yeah. I just, real quick, I just want to talk about the surreal sadness when he went to ECWWE after this. It's, I was just like, oh. It's Christian. Oh, man. Yeah, they. W- like,. Like, you could feel everyone around him could give a fuck less that he was back. It's sad. It It, was
1: something about, like, he was originally supposed to come back for something else, like, maybe a program with Edge, but then, like, it got leaked or something like that, and they were like, fuck it, send him to ECW.
2: (laughs) They had a
1: video on, like, Twitter or YouTube, and it was just, like, top ten shocking returns from WWE, and I was like, please, God, don't tell me it's Christian is on here, and it was, like, number three. Oh, God. Uh, AJ it's comes out Christian. to a great pop, but TNA has the entrance music too loud, so you can't really get the pop. Like, because I read some stuff from like people who were there, and they were like, AJ Styles got a superstar pop, and it doesn't get across because the music's too loud. Yeah. Um, the story of this match is it's a continuation from last month where uh, Angle is still accusing AJ of of having a relationship with Karen Angle. And and this time, uh, and the team 3D was already like fucking around with with uh Rhino and Christian, and so team 3D teamed up with Angle to go after AJ, and so Rhino and Christian have been making the save. Uh, but like it doesn't matter, cause like th- this match doesn't need a storyline. This is just gonna be a car crash, as it should be. Uh, it's AJ, a very,
2: very beautiful car crash.
1: Yes, AJ walks down the aisle and is attacked by a waiting Angle before
3: he gets to the ring. The bell rings and away we go uh aj takes I, I just want to point out yes. want to point out before the match starts kurt angle with a mouth guard is always the most terrifying it's, thing oh my he's God. going to fucking eat yo. especially yes. when you know like, around this time kurt angle is high on so many medications yeah. and drugs and the alcohol. Yeah. it's he just like old oh, out
2: oh this boy gonna kill someone yep. Yep. Oh my it's god! Jar, it's Jarhead angle. I said it yep. last episode. Yeah, right? you're absolutely
1: right. just staring into the distance. Just like I just imagine him in the locker room in the back, just like sitting there with like a thousand yard stare until like two minutes for his match. When somebody like taps him on the shoulder, and it's like it's time to go. They got to boot him up. Uh-huh. and he starts beating his head just ah! oh yeah like, he starts like goldberg like where goldberg before we would go after for matches where like busted head- his head wall. open and he yeah. busted his head open on his big return to raw like he's out there in like a jacket cutting a promo with just like a small trickle of blood going down his head like you're right there you right there bill uh this match is a Dudley special rock and brawl with trash and unprotected headshots like the two that christian delivered to bubble with the trash can uh Bubba delivers a back body drop to Christian. We talk about how good Christians cross bodies are, and we will see one in this match. But he is so good at taking a back body drop; like he goes into space and just like flails around, he is completely helpless. Christian is great. He's Christian, the original
2: is, Dolph Ziggler, but likable.
1: Yeah, Christian is the first to introduce a ladder, taking out Bubba and Devon with it after they double team AJ. To which Angle uh, answers with a chair, taking out Rhino and Christian. And at this point, I just had to take a moment because listen. Kurt Angle's at the lowest point in his life, probably here. He's on so many pills. He's got so many issues. But God, he might be in the best shape that any human has ever been in. He is a uh-huh. physical
2: specimen. Because his diet is just pills and booze. He doesn't eat food. Right? Oh, my
1: God. Because like, in the, it feels like he's bulked up a little bit from like lockdown. Like He felt a little small at lockdown. And now he's just like, fucking, oh, my God.
2: A uh, dangerous meat potato. Yeah. and
1: then i have written here aj fucking styles he sets the ladder up on the left side of the ring, gets on the top rope launches off of the top rope onto the top of the ladder and then delivers a the forearm
3: to baba he did was you, doing oh sorry go ahead did you notice the two crewmen appear out of nowhere to hold on yep. to the bottom of the ladder did not yep he, that, he just like he jumps up on the ladder and all of a sudden you see four hands just yep. grab onto the ladder and it's like who the fuck is holding <laughs> on to that? Line? That's just random dudes, right? <laughs> like he was doing
1: stuff like this ten years ago, and God, he's still one so of the good. top. And he's still one of the top five best wrestlers in the world today. I, it's it's and,
2: unreal. And this is this is another thing that I guess just probably Vince McMahon, out of anybody, know, understands more than anybody else, is that. The, his forearm thing was just a thing. It was barely a signature move. It was just something he always did. But it, and it turned gorgeous. it into a picture-perfect finisher that you take pictures of for, you know, for the screenshots, for the e- publicity thing. That's yeah. something that just no one in uh, TNA could remotely understand that that's what that should have been. If it I it's just uh, a move he did.
1: If I may quote uh, one Jesse Anderson.
2: Oh, God. Uh, after... Uh-oh.
1: Uh, AJ came in and he started using the uh, phenomenal forearm as a finisher. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's using the phenomenal forearm. He's not using the style scotch." To which Jesse replied, "Using a forearm as a finisher? What is this? 1982?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "And I was like, but it looks incredible." And you were like, "I mean, I guess." And then like the next month. I just sent him like every day. I just, another screenshot of a phenomenal four. Yeah. Was, was it the one
2: against Miz? And I was I like, that's was the, the most prettiest Miz, fucking form like, I've ever seen. And you were just like, Oh no, I get it. Like, Oh yeah. God. It was the match with the Miz where I was like, yep. okay, that's goddamn beautiful. Yeah. But I always defended that with the drive-bys with, um, Roman Reigns. Everything that motherfucker does is pretty, is pretty. Yeah, as like fuck. Roman doesn't wrestle like a technical style, but every one of his moves,
1: looks awesome. If you freeze frame it. Yep. Uh, and that's and what so, sells. Yep. And so uh, AJ hits Bubba, gets the visual pin on Bubba, uh, but uh, Angle yanks uh, Oral Hebner out of the ring before he can make the three. Uh, Devon and Angle get in the ring and batter AJ, to which Frank Triggs says, they should keep going. Don't let up. Keep attacking. They basically should be trying to ruin his life right now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that was weird.
1: <laughs> so this is, is... this Okay, so TNA has a two-man announce booth, Uh Don West and Mike tonight. And your traditional two men announce booth, Jr. and King, or uh, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, you have your play-by-play guy, and you have your color commentator who is a heel. Uh, and but uh, TNA has a two-face booth because like Don West uh, defends the faces, and Mike Taney is your play-by-play guy who is also like fights you know on the side of the babyfaces. And so it was a really interesting dynamic when you get Frank Trigg in there, who is like overwhelmingly rooting for the heels. Like it, it, it's, it's a, an an announced table dynamic that you don't see very often where you have no heels. And it wasn't one that I noticed until they added a heel. And then it became like, Oh, like, yeah, this, this, this announcing is so different from, from what you're used to. Uh, But it works because Don West and Mike today are awesome.
2: Well, yeah, but they turned Don West heel later and it's so bad and gets such a negative reaction that they take him off the commentary team. God he's just um yeah, it base I I could be wrong, but the impression I got was them turning him heel was such a bad reaction that it kind of ruined him being on it was as bad as what was it, 2013, 2012 Michael Cole, where yeah. he had to be in a glass like, booth by himself. Tw- yeah, like twenty eleven like as, WrestleMania twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. It was worse God. than that for God. a lot of people. That sucks. And so he, yeah. So they just took him off, and I can't remember who they replaced him with, but it was weird.
1: Huh. Uh, And so, and then I have written here, oh fuck, Christian's on the top of the scaffolding because they they didn't remove the scaffolding after the Ultimate X match. Christian, I didn't even notice till he fell. Christian climbs to the top and does a gorgeous textbook crossbody onto the heels one of the one
3: of the best things that i've ever seen
2: christian is so good christian cage like that like i just to be silly i think he deserves the double name thing because they are different characters in a way and you can say tna christian but i feel like christian cage you just know what you're getting
1: yep christian cage is different from christian yeah yep
2: it's uh, the instant classic. It yeah. just fucking works.
1: Uh, the cage, which just came from Nicholas Cage. Like he just he named himself. No, I'll get it. One of my favorite things. Do you know? Because Christian God, Cage. God, now was I'm Christian just imagining
2: name. him doing like those faces. God. So Broken Christian
1: Christian. Cage, <laughs> Christian cage was his name on the Indies. Uh, do you guys know? Remember what Edge's name on the Indies was? Because it was one of the best wrestling names of all time.
3: Uh, Isn't it a, something should. really sexually driven? What is it called? Sex.
1: Sexton Hardcastle. That's that's
3: it. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) Sexton Uh, Hardcastle. He only had that name for like um like six
1: months. Yeah, like it was just when he was in the (sighs) indies in Canada because it was it was Christian Cage, Sexton Hardcastle, and Rhino. Like that because like in with WrestleMania X Seven because Rhino teamed up with Christian and and Edge, and it's because they do have a history because they did wrestle together in their early days. I just. Uh, Sexton he Hard laughs Castle. about
2: it all the time
1: too. If you call he, like, if you I call
2: think... him Sexton Hardcastle, he'll just break down yeah,
1: laughing. On on Pro Wrestling Tees, he sells a Sexton Hardcastle t shirt. Oh, that's fucking dope. And also, he sells a t shirt and it's Abbey Road with Edge spearing like John Lennon at the beginning or Paul McCartney at the front. It's very it's a very good shirt. Oh, um, uh,
2: just because I pulled it up, real quick, guess what? He went to school, like was in classes with Gail Kim, Angelina Love, and Taylor Wilde. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, makes sense. They're all from the similar Ed, area. They're yeah, Edge went to school with them. So
1: that's well, something. Well, that's like, like Mr. Perfect, uh, Rick Rude, and the Road Warriors all went to high school together in Minnesota. Right. Oh, yeah. like, like Awesome. Uh, So uh, Christian covers Bubba and Angle, but they both kick out. After the crossbody. Bubba cracks AJ across the back with a chair, and as he does it, he just yells, Die, bitch! (laughs) Uh, Rhino (laughs) runs in the ring and gores all three heels, but instead of going for a pin, he celebrates and introduces the table into the ring to a big EC-dub, EC-dub, which I kind of marked out for, because it felt earned. Like, it wasn't like, we want tables at the very beginning of the match. Like, that was a totally earned EC-dub chant. It was cool. Uh, Rhino gets Devon onto the top rope, but Bubba gets Rhino onto his shoulders and the Dudleys give Rhino a doomsday device through the table. Beautiful sequence between Angle and Christian. Christian uh-huh. goes to the Unprettier. Angle counters into a suplex. Christian fl- flips out of the suplex and lands on his feet. Angle grabs him but hit him with the Angle Slam. Christian fights out and sets up the Unprettier again. Angle fights out and locks in the Ankle Lock. Christian rolls through for a near-fall pin. Jesus, God, these guys are so good. Oh, my God, what a good... Se- <laughs> like, what a good section... Christian gets to the top rope and Devon comes up behind him and nails him with a low blow. Picks Christian up and he and Bubba deliver a 3D through a table to the outside, uh, on the outside to Christian. Bubba sets AJ up on a table and gets on the top rope. Before he can do anything, AJ pops up and punches him directly in the dick. AJ hops up (laughs) <laughs> and delivers this leaping face buster off the top rope, sending Bubba through the table. A move that no one in the world but a- but AJ Styles could do. I- I've never seen that before.
2: Oh my, like, it was Especially so Especially with did someone we... like Bubba's size who can't right? move that fast.
3: Did we miss, or did you miss, did we uh go past the like Bubba Ray kick? Oh, like, God. Like the crazy super kick that I he did? I forgot that...
1: about that.
3: Yes. He I totally... does it. He does it and then he yells into the crowd, didn't know I had that one in me, did ya? God, like he just
1: I forgot to make uh, mention of that. Oh my God, that was so he good. He yells it,
3: and it's just like, a part of me was just like, that's right, bitch, I do yoga, too! <laughs> like, I was just thinking, I,
2: wanted, I wanted... I've him. lost 20 pounds since the last pay-per-view. I heard you, you called me fat, but look oh, at that. Oh, it was <laughs> so good, and he
3: looks so good in this pay-per-view. I know I joked about it. He does
2: look a force. little less than he mm-hmm. has in the last two <laughs> pay-per-views. He's, he, he looks he's just...
3: A that's a great less. way of putting it. He looks less... <laughs> yeah, I couldn't say skinnier because it's not like just his, he just looks less.
1: His like, mass has drastic gone down. <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is coming from two larger started, gentlemen and one skinnier twig. Oh my god, it's like, so good. Oh my like, god. We this this you, is coming from, This is coming from the skinniest oh, of the three of us. Yeah. Saying, there was a line that one of the one of the announcers said he is big, but the guy is in is in absolutely incredible shape.
2: Yeah, that's this right. yeah, was it's said, like he's a big guy, but he's, a I great mean, he's
3: in great shape.
0: Oh, For a guy
1: yeah, size, I mean that's like, he is oh, one of the better boy. spheres
2: I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> he is a great shape, that's oh right. Oh my god. Oh, fuck Jesus Christ. Uh <laughs> oh.
1: Communications
2: so, have gone down.
1: <laughs> AJ rolls out of a current Whoa. angle attack and counters it into a style slash for two. Then out comes Johnny Devine, who are who is the Dudley's lackey. He swings a kendo stick at AJ, that AJ dodges and hits Johnny with a Pele kick and then hits him with the Kendo stick. And then AJ points the kendo stick at Frank Trig, and then Angle grabs him and hits him with an angle slam for two. Time for the finish. The ref trips over a table in the ring and lays on the ground selling his ankle. Angle sets up a table while Devon stealthily moves the ladder into position for the upcoming spot. When you were talking about the stagehands, that made me think about this. Because, like, if you look, as um, Angle is setting up the table, you can see Devon's hands scooting the ladder over for the next spot. Uh, Angle goes through the angle slam to AJ through the table, but AJ fights out of it. AJ gets Angle on the table. He climbs the ladder. And then Frank Trigg gets off the announce table, hits AJ with the kendo stick angle angle hits aj with an angle slam off the ladder through the table for the pin the heels win in 15 minutes and 55 seconds man uh,
3: what'd you think noobs man just ah, uh, there was there was one great mo- moment like after christian's phenomenal like like dive off the top where all three of them are down. And Christian pins Kurt, but his legs are over Bubba. And both of them have both Bubba and Kurt have their have their shoulders down. Yep. And Ebner is only focusing on Kurt. He's doing the one, two, and they don't show it on camera really well, but yep. Bubba kicks out too. Yep. Yeah, they like, both, both kick of out. them kick out, and I'm just like, this is incredible. Like, you can tell just how good all of these guys are yeah. at like, wrestling and
1: oh, it's it's all of these guys it's angle at his peak it's christian at his peak it's rhino at his peak and devon at his peak bubba's peak is to come with with main event bully ray and like and aj has AJ's, always been peaking yeah like aj has yeah. been at his peak for the last 15 years yes. like it's just the that's just how it is
2: uh yeah it's, god it was so good what do you think Jesse? this I remember just watching every second of it, I was like, okay, this is the TNA I remember. This is what I loved about 2007, 2008 TNA. This shit right here. Yeah. Um, like As God. for the Frank Trigg thing, I just want to chant, um, it gets worse. It gets worse. Uh, it gets worse. Oh no! So be prepared for your butts. We're not I done. Know... Wait. We're not done. Oh, no, next, uh. month, next month
1: is Angle versus AJ in a Last Man Standing match.
2: Yeah. How could that not be good? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm specifically talking about Frank Trigg. Yeah. He's there for a while.
1: It's okay. he's, the, he's the Kevin Nash. Uh,
3: of the, of which, this scene, Speaking yeah, of which, yeah, sure. we haven't seen Kevin Nash yet. All pay-per-view.
2: Yeah. Ooh, and he Joe. shows up with the... I something.
3: am a, I am a very happy camper. Right? Uh, oh, so wait, yeah.
2: here comes the Samoa Joe program. Right? Like, it was a
1: great, this great is... match. Great match, just ton of fun, exactly what you one of these guys just, like, the perfect... Sim- like, this was one of those, like, they put up the poll, but it was always going to be this stipulation. Nobody was going to be a different one. They and probably the didn't have a shouldn't. real
2: poll, because I can't imagine their website m- eh, holding you'd be surprised. Online. I
1: mean, they did say thousands. Tens. Tens and thousands. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, it was it, a ton of fun, uh, exactly what it needed to be. Uh, car crash, but with great spots. Like, like, not your typical, like, Dudley's, you know, trash match. Because you have AJ and Angle and Christian. Just, like, sheer, pure talent in that match. Uh, it, like, I went into this match with high expectations and it delivered. It was a ton of fun. Uh, it's it, Like he said, this is this is what, two. this is the best of two. Like, this show is a great example of the best of 2008 TNA. With, like, the opening X Division match, beer money in LAX. Even with the stupid stipulation. The Ultimate X match, this match. This is what you want out of this era of TNA. Yes. Uh, So much fun. Uh, Frank celebrates on the ramp for a few seconds, and we cut to the back with JV interviewing Chicken Hawk Joe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Joe's the champion, isn't he? They barely mentioned him on the show. He just felt like a complete non-entity. Then Joe cuts a Joe promo, speaking softly, and then yelling and making the mic clip real bad. (laughs) Uh Kevin Nash walks out to shake Joe's hand. Like, Listen, you know, I'm, I got you. I'm in your corner. And then Joe says that he believes Kevin. But if he's really in Joe's corner, then no matter what happens, Nash needs to stay in the back. And Nash promises Joe he will do just that.
2: Then we I... Get... Yeah? I only will accept a remake of The Big Lebowski if Kevin Nash plays <laughs> the dude and we have the room-level productions. God. Of- <laughs> if kevin, That's Ash what... plays,
1: kevin Ash plays the dude and bully ray bubba ray plays walter yes
2: oh god you made me with, mark with out with of eric, nowhere
1: with god with, with uh eric young as Donnie.
2: am i the only one who gives a fuck about the tables
1: yes so you're on Donnie and then eric young just <laughs> yeah. like browbeaten and that would three.
2: be god damn it make it happen please god <laughs> that, damn it i wasn't ready for the bully ray thing that made me so happy <laughs> god
1: so we get the traditional pre-main event video packages we get footage that of thing them in was the back. so long that there video was, was there so... was there was about probably 10 to 15 minutes between the first match, the last the the six man ending and the main event beginning but it's main event time here we go um mm. Booker T. Samoa Joe. Main event. Joe is very much the heel here. Oh, yeah. This crowd is so behind. Like, I expected them to be behind Booker, but they are so. Like, Joe coming down the ramp, somebody throws a cup at him. And then there is a, if Joe wins, we riot sign in the crowd.
3: Yeah, but I have in but, my notes, if Joe wins, we riot. Boy, there better be a riot at the end of this pay-per-view right? or y'all motherfuckers are liars.
2: It's the, Houston. They riot on every day, true. like, just like, because they're in but, Houston. because <laughs> Joe's really good,
1: he's playing it up. Like, he's the cocky champ. He doesn't give a fuck about the crowd. Absolutely. Like, he comes out, he, he just, he he acts like the heel. It's great. Uh, So the match starts... And it starts really slow, them kind of dancing around each other, taking shots when they get openings, uh, getting over how they both kind of appreciate each other's talent. But Booker does establish himself as the heel in the match, uh, delivering a dirty chop when uh, backing out of a rope break. This is a brawl-heavy match. Uh Uh-huh. Booker isn't a technical expert, but lots
2: he's not of, a
1: brawler either. But, lots of punches and slaps around the ring. Both guys trading dominance, getting over how they're both equals. Which is cool, though you could argue that maybe we shouldn't try to get over that a then 43-year-old Booker T is on Joe's level. Uh, Booker T sends Joe into the ring steps and grandstands just long enough for Joe to blade.
3: And, oh, oh, yeah. And, bo- and boy, blade, he did. Yeah, he he, looked, he, he gushed. It looked He like almost he took- got that Eddie cut. Almost. Most people most people like take like a blade to to them and just yeah. like do a nice little nick. Yep. Joe apparently took like a brass knuckle like ring <laughs> and just went
2: ba-bing right yep. on the right on head. Because he's got really weird soft baby flesh. That yeah. man gets cut so easy. It, in in the years he's been in WWE, he's
1: remember, bled three times. NXT Takeover London when he got yeah. or was it Dallas where he got? busted it was, open it was I, it was london the first yeah, time yeah I think got busted and, in dallas and then, like he got busted open so bad like the doctors came out and checked on him because like he was like gushing they were so close to stopping the and match the crowd shit all over it like the crowd was like it was like chanting at him like you know like fuck pg fuck you guys let him fight it, yeah it wasn't but, about like, pg <laughs> but yeah it wasn't about pg it's about making sure that like joe doesn't lose like a lot of blood we don't want another eddie guerrero like come on yeah regardless um joe i don't mind them getting over that charmel is in the crowd reading for booker but we don't need a shot to her every 90 seconds i swear they miss so many joe
2: spots doing that like
1: because right after this joe takes control back and hits booker with an inverted atomic drop he kicks booker and goes for a senton that booker rolls out of the way of but
3: we don't see that because the camera's on charmel yep yep charmel can you please sell better than booker t in this match okay good
1: (laughs) really really great visual as Booker's wrist tape gets stained red from the blood oh, from yes, Joe's knee. It was dude. pretty
2: cool. It was that very good. The blood of the king is on my hands.
1: Joe throws Booker into the ref, which takes him out. Joe takes a moment to compose himself, then throws up the longhorns and clatters Booker with a lariat. God. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Joe sends Booker into the barricade, gets a chair, sets Booker on the chair, and then delivers a Huluva kit to him right in front of Charmel i suppose that, that Sa- i suppose that sammy was already using that kick at this point because when he goes for it Tane
3: says here comes the ole that that nice. mo- that move though you got to be confident that those guardrail connections are going to hold yep yeah. because there was a moment where it's like oh shit if that went you just impaled a fan with that man's yep. boot
2: oh yeah you want to talk about selling very well the the dude who was playing as like Booker's homie who was like, I guess the, the, the bodyguards. Charmel. Yeah. Charmel's he, bodyguards. he looked so worried the whole time. And just like, no, nah, no, nah, man, yep. it's good. Booker got this. It was crazy. Yep. It was
1: funny. Uh, Charmel begs Joe to stop and then hits Joe. And then Joe attacks the bodyguards around Charmel. Yeah. Uh, ref Rudy Charles is still out and will be out for the rest of the match. Uh-huh. Uh, huh uh, Booker's busted open now. I I don't know if it was for a blade. It probably was. But, like, if so, it was pretty weak. Like, it was not, like, Joe. Like, it was a little bit of blood. And, all right.
3: (laughs) Now we go into
1: the finish of the match?
3: What we call the (laughs) Charvel Slaps Samoa Joe. Yeah. While the referee is down, yet is pretending to be down... Facing yeah. the direction. Yeah, I'm looking the right at him. Like, okay, so, so Joe
1: gets Booker back in the ring and because the rest of it, there's no more calling spots here. Okay, so Joe gets Booker back in the ring and batters on Booker. But like with within a reasonable amount, like a wrestling match. Then ref Slick Johnson gets to the ring, because Rudy Charles is still out. And then like and starts calling for another ref to regain order. But, like, Joe wasn't being particularly, like, vicious or over the top. Like, he went after Charmel's security, but that was after Charmel hit him. Regardless, Joe takes out Slick and then kicks the other ref in the balls and delivers a DDT to him. More officials come to the ring who flee from Joe. Security run out and Joe takes them all out as they run up to him. There's bodies all over and around the ring as Charmel runs in, pleading with Joe to spare Booker. But, like, Booker... Like
2: Booker, like Booker was, like okay. hasn't like he hasn't taken any more punishment than anyone did in the previous match. Um. So so can we just talk about it now, or is there like because I have something? Like or let's there... finish
1: up. Let's finish yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So more officials come to the ring who flee from Joe. Security run out and Joe you know takes them all out. Joe like. Charmel runs in, pleading Joe to spare Booker. Booker limply swings at Joe and collapses to the mat, which is like a nice visual. It reminds me of Okada going for the Rainmaker at Dominion last year. Uh, Joe gets him in a submission, and Charmel continues to yell. Then the lights go out, and oh my god, that's Sting's music. Sting heads to the ring with a baseball bat, tries to talk sense into Joe, but Joe pops Booker a couple more times. Joe goes up to Sting, and Joe has a moment of clarity, and he follows Sting out of the ring. But then he says, fuck it, and runs back in the ring, starts attacking Booker T again. Sting gets back in the ring and pulls him off Booker, before Joe flips off Sting and says, fuck you. Then Sting takes out Joe with the baseball bat. Booker rolls over Joe and leans on him. Charmel counts one, two, three, though of course that doesn't mean anything. She rolls Booker out of the ring, and Booker's music hits. Then Charmel takes the title from the announce table and puts it on Booker's shoulder. Cut to black after we get a fuck finish with Joe being left laying in the ring after 15 minutes and 14 seconds.
3: Okay, you glossed over four points that I want to okay. make. Whew! A, Booker T getting destroyed like that in Houston must be what Philly people feel when Rocky starts losing in a fight. Yep. That Number one... <laughs> Number two, Sting is trying to talk to Samoa Joe while his music is blaring. <laughs> and then gets upset with Joe because he didn't hear him. Yeah, <laughs> It's I, I like, didn't think about that, man, That's right. old man, what the fuck do you think is going on right now? Yep. And then number three, <laughs> fucking Joe, like going, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. And walks out with Sting. And then like a drunken fool going, should I get one more beer? Fuck yeah, I should get one yeah, more beer. Like, he like, does turn around. <laughs> he like,
1: he like does like an arc. Like,
3: ooh, here we go. <laughs> I <want> <laughs> here I go beating on black
2: people again.
3: <laughs> I God. guess. And the fourth one was, if the bell rang after Shamel's, uh, Shamel's three count, I would not be
2: with you this evening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's. I just at least they remembered that much., oh, yeah. what a what so, Jesse, yes, go, okay. Um, I positive points, okay. I was impressed that they let Booker look so strong in the beginning. He really did they he was that was the strongest scariest, toughest Booker I in a Booker team match I'd ever seen. He fucked him up. He made him bleed. He was on yeah. top. And then they reversed it without really reversing it. Because like there were no big spots. There yeah. were nothing there was nothing that makes a booker match a booker match. And just suddenly he wasn't throwing the hits anymore. And it it almost like was mocking him for being old. So like, oh, he's gassed now and that's why he's losing is what it made it feel like. I could see that. Um and then, yeah, it was like, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. It was like, I. But Joe bled more. And in yeah. my mind, whoever yeah. bleeds. Huh? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're
1: 100% yeah. right. I'm, I'm Joe
2: bled more. And in my mind, whoever is bleeding more is the one that is never going to look like their. Destroying like Joe will always look like a murderous badass, but yeah. the whole like pleading don't hurt him thing after such a strong four or five minutes from Booker was so baffling. I forgot about the Sting thing, and when Sting, when when the entire Sting part happened, my gut just dropped. My yeah. heart sank because I remembered like like a feverish nightmare that I had forgotten what the next like. Well, we got two, three pay-per-views left.
1: We got three. We're we're halfway, we're over halfway done. Yeah. We have three. So shows left. I
2: just remembered why things end the way they do, and I was just like oh. like it, I mm. were they because it felt like it almost felt
1: like they were teasing like a heel turn for Joe. Like it right? would have made more sense. Like, here's the thing. It feels like they wanted Joe to like kind of feel like a heel in this match without committing to a heel turn. Because yes. if he had just been like, screw it, and just started beating Joe with a chair, like Austin at the end of WrestleMania X7, okay, then yes. You mean get beating all the Booker with out a chair? There. Yeah, yeah, sorry. If he started yeah. beating Booker with a the chair, right. then yes, get the refs out there, pull him off of him. But he was literally like, he got Booker on the mat, and he was just like grabbing his head. Yeah. And like that was, he was like driving his fist in the Booker's forehead. And also... And like, that's not...
2: Like, you know not- how you absolutely no matter what makes someone a heel, no mat, no matter what, how you make someone a heel, you attack Sting. Mm-hmm. You attack. Sting I was about and to it's say a done deal. I was about it's to say you, done you, fucking you turn deal. Him on Sting, but yeah.
1: here's the thing, he
2: didn't. I know, I know, Like I know, he I know. didn't. Like he, I know. Like, and then, like, and then the the Charmel pinning thing, and they take his title. I forgot about that too. It just kept getting worse and worse. Like, like all these memories, like, like. You know, while we were watching this and stuff like these past pay per views, I was like, you know, maybe the the Joe title run isn't as bad as I remember. <laughs> and then this end happened, and I was like, oh, fuck, like that's right. I knew that I forgot going the Sting it, story, which doesn't get it, solved for a while. God, like, I knew like going it into
1: it that this match ended in a no contest. Yeah, but I, I thought it was going to be Kevin Nash. Some, like <laughs> yeah. I expected Kevin Nash to come out and do something
2: fucking god the kevin nash story so i i'm gonna unload so much after we watch bound for glory because the kevin nash story (laughs) does not end at bound for glory it keeps going yeah no and and i have have a roundup about the kevin nash shit
1: after bound for glory i'm already like gonna put together like a little bit of here's where the stories go next uh yeah it's it's just so like it's it was a really really good show like the opening match was great yeah. The, the two women's matches were fine for what they were the tag match was fun the x like ultimate x match was awesome and the full metal mayhem match was awesome and then it just ends on just just a wet fart don't know like who this fucking match was it was it, it was
3: such a bad
1: ending you know what it reminds me of jesse because this is one you've watched noobs remember battleground 2013 so oh. Battleground twenty thirteen was it was in the middle of the Daniel Bryan versus the authority, but they were kind of moving away from Daniel Bryan. Uh uh, and so like the story going into it was the authority trying to get Big Show to do their bidding. And yeah. then he was like, No, and they were like, We're gonna fire you, we're gonna fire you, and they were like they were just, just like weighing on Big Show so much. So Battleground twenty thirteen, the title was vacant, uh because uh of some stuff that happened at the previous pay per view. So, this was Orton versus Bryan to win the vacant title. The match ends with Big Show coming out, KO bunching Daniel Bryan, and then KO punching Randy Orton. And it just ends in a no contest, and there's no champion.
2: Yeah. And,
1: like, this just made me think about that. Because that's one of the worst pay-per-view innings I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's other stuff it reminds me of. Uh, but this specifically. You know what this... it you know does, you know, definitely. What, Do you know what this ending reminds me of? What? WCW.
3: Oh, guess what? Yeah. We got that RR writing style, baby. Yep. I I I, do want to point out, I do want to point out, I know RR, and it's standing for Russo writing. I know writing starts with a W. That's the joke. That's the fucking joke, joke because his writing style would be that bad. Well,
2: the the W is silent because it's a swerve. (laughs) Ha! (laughs) i'm done thank you Oh, this is great (laughs) all right god but yeah um so real quick though yeah go ahead um yeah just talking about that i'd never watched wcw so i just did not know what this was yeah at the time and then just all this hindsight now as just and knowing where this ends and it's it's i but like i'm not having like, like a stroke but <laughs> it
1: wasn't like 83 weeks like nwo wcw this is like eric or this was like um uh fucking what's this david arquette 2000 wcw right but we haven't
2: gotten a main event mafia yet <laughs> and we won't and we never will
1: i promise you that Ooh. listen there's we'll a lot of the, different there's the a mini lot of different, birth of it. But there's yeah. a lot of different eras and storylines that we will go through on this show. Main I, Maf- I am Maf- promising Maf- you, we will never do Main Event
2: Mafia. <laughs> I, w- I, I do want to share the pain real quick that there was a night where Main Event Mafia took over the Impact Zone. And um, the entire night, if I remember correctly, if it was the entire night or only certain matches, um, Booker T and Kevin Nash were on commentary using different names. Like, like they're Jesus pretending Christ. to be different people. Yeah, yep. Main event mafia. Because uh, explain what that was. It was just like It was like the old guys, right? It was like Booker. Yeah, T it and was Angle. all the WWE. It was, it was Kevin Nash, Scott mm-hmm. Steiner. Um, uh, which I don't even know where he is right now. He just left because he, yeah, he's it, not on the show. Yeah, well, he's. I don't think he's on the rest of the shows either. No. Um, uh, Sting pretending to be like the leader but quiet the whole time and not really talking so it it always felt like they had sting hostage like yeah. sting sided and with the old guys just because they were the old guys and, and it's he not was like
1: the, face paint sting it's like sunglasses in a suit sting
2: yeah steve it's uh, a real name stevia yeah. yeah steve borden it's just steve um and then kurt angles the mouthpiece and it and every s- promo with the man of the mafia just feels like champion steve is just the proxy for Kurt, and it's obnoxious. And they tease, um, you know, the main event mafia breaking up for, like, eight fucking months. Yeah. Four months. God. Like, all of 09. And then, honestly, as soon... You know what is really funny? As soon as main event mafia, like, the- that whole thing ends, uh, when 2010 comes around, is when the Hogan regime starts. So it's kind of like... <laughs> Out of the frying
1: pan and into the shit yeah Uh,
3: (laughs) what did you think overall about the show noobs
2: i thought it was
3: great there were there were like three or four tremendous matches like the world x cup match the beer money versus lax match Mm. the uh the ultimate x match was actually really good as well the other like the other one in there and then the full metal mayhem match was just like so good and it just like it went over like a fart in church yeah just, it's a great
1: example of how a bad ending can sour an entire show
3: yeah it's just like how which i really shit, forgot was it wrestlemania about the thing was it the mm-hmm. last wrestlemania that how it ended just like it just like soured the entire thing oh yeah did accept
2: fives and then yeah, we still with, keep Brock lesnar yeah, yeah it's just like
3: god why yep yeah
1: it's like this was a great show right up until the moment that it super wasn't.
2: Um but but it just got worse for me when Sting showed up. I forgot Sting showed yeah. up this early because he doesn't really matter till way later. Yeah. It's it's these it's it's the weirdest form of long term booking. Like it's just like, you know, this moment in time and then like, oh remember that, that matters now kinda of thing. And it's just yeah, oh, it's
1: boy. and like because uh, I've got a website where I've been reading the uh, the write ups of uh, the episodes of Impact that aired in between the pay per views just to see if there's anything on there that uh um matters like you know anything worth talking about and so far not really
2: yeah uh, like um leading up to Hardcore Justice yeah well like in
1: between the shows like I read it between um in between and and uh. Uh, victory road and i'll read them going into hardcore justice and the only thing that really stood out on that was like uh there was one promo where sting said that like he was gonna be at slammiversary or at heart or at victory road and so oh okay okay, all right and it was something man it was like i said it was a great show right up until it wasn't like worth watching except for the main event because like the main event was just like it wasn't a great match before everything went down the toilet. It is like what you said, Jesse. These main event Samoa Joe championship matches should have been so much more than they are. So do you
2: remember far. do you remember how apprehensive I was when we were talking about his promo in Slam anniversary about him leading the new yeah. generation kind of thing? yeah This this is one of the reasons why. Where yep. I was just like, and it doesn't yep. it doesn't happen.
1: But so next next time we will be going to Hard Justice, uh, which will feature uh, Beer Money versus LAX again, uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt in a black tie brawl and chain match, and AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle in a Last Man Standing match, which I am very excited to watch because like last like like in uh and Slammiversary, like, Angle and Styles is incredible. Yes. So I'm sure this Last Man Standing match is going to be the pinnacle of the show. I'm sure it's going to be so good. And then the... And then Booker versus uh, Joe again.
2: In a Six Sides of Steel weapons match.
1: Yes. So,
2: like, like if they had done this ending in, like, a weapons match,
1: I think that would have made more sense. Oh, yeah.
2: It was all just a setup for the next one, which, you know, walked. Yep. 'Cause TNA booking. Yep. Anything else to say,
1: noobs? Anything else to say, Jesse? Fuck no right. answers that <laughs> Fire, Fire Russo. Russo. Fire Russo. No, I won't do the chance. I'll just <laughs> I don't do chance. <laughs> I'm not here to put myself over. I'm here to get that motherfucker fired. <laughs> yep.
2: What a good promo.
1: Yes. <laughs> we will see you guys next time with Hardcore Justice. It was hard justice still at the time. It yeah, became yeah. hardcore justice later and they're uh, pushing
2: the ECW boy. original super hard.
1: Yep. Uh, thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Noobs. I have been Adam. Thank we'll you, you, Adam. see next
2: time. <laughs> thank you, Adam. You know they say not all bookers are created equal. Go! Jump! 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 jump. Go give it to you Fuck wait for you to get it I'll on wait your way. own X gon' deliver to you